Blog Talk Radio.
from as early as the second match. Uh, you know, little bit before we saw me something. And that was not coming in to Barbados. And now now we see more people in the engine. So you had time to make the first choice to get these people into the Barbados. Uh, yes, yes. Um, it's been a long season, and, and so you would expect my blood pressure attrition levels is personal Everybody who worked together to make 
term has been used in many cases and many players have been granted long periods of personal leave. We have a, a player or you know, right now who's been on personal leave for a long time. But I don't want to mention names. But yet you may have another player who had personal leave for a short time and then becomes exiled. I mean, I, I'm speaking of, of Shane Norwich who used to be a personal leave peculiarity. But, but basically in, in, in this type of sport and, you know, people are allowed to have personal leave, but the thing is, are they fit and are they reaching the standard for election when that time comes around? And, and it's time, time will tell. But if they are granted mm-hmm. personal leave, then it means that cricket vesting is happy once they articulate that as a reason. Uh, I'm not, I'm not nosy or picky enough to, need to know, uh, as you would, would uh, suggest, but there must be standards, and I hope the standards are equitable and the least you know. Roland, Roland, you agree with that assessment from both gentlemen? I just don't think that uh, I do everything is for the public domain. I Yes, then, then it becomes 
difficult for that individual to travel out of their so presently, you know, the usual pre-steering test and et cetera, and that has grown well. So, so far, so that's how we are. So you said pre-steering. So, so the, the, all the players will have a test uh, at the start of the ODI series, at the start of the T20 series, is that right?
Um, hopefully we'll see a lot more people come out for the evening anyway, because we know what it's like in the Caribbean, a match under lights is fantastic. Okay, okay, so just before Dr. Ford comes in, let's go to the Neymar Perry. Neymar, uh, in Jamaica, were you having the crowds for the three T20 matches in Jamaica?
on the the rate, the TV rates and revenues from that. Um, I don't think I've ever got an answer relating to a tour or a time period. And my, my take on it is that those rates are at a level that that CW and maybe yourself may not be totally satisfied with. Um, at the last um, visit, you had mentioned the $4 million um, a revenue target. And based on what I saw on TV watching the, the matches, I, I suspect that, that that target wasn't reached. Am I correct? Um, I'll tell you in a few days' time, but I think I think on the TV stuff, I think it's quite the opposite, to be honest. I think I've said quite a few times, but we don't say the figures here because it's commercially sensitive, both for the broadcasters and for us. And both the broadcasters and us need to be competitive, so we're not going to reveal those figures. But what we've said several times, and I'm very happy to reiterate it here, is that uh, our, our TV deals are at the upper end of our expectations and our valuations. Um, fundamentally, fundamentally, the TV values are based on the number of games you get as part of the Future Tours program. And what is no secret is that for us, as is every, every other team outside of England, Australia and India, getting e England and India tours is the most important for us uh, over a five-year cycle. Because what you make from a, an India uh, and England uh, tour year, which we had this year with both teams, essentially makes Cricket West Indies sustainable over a five-year time frame. So, uh, and just to remind on that, we've got a new partnership with Fancode in, in India, which is really exciting because they're growing hugely over 100 million users now in terms of, uh, and that works with both TV with their partners and, and on digital, which is massive in the market. We've got ESPN in the States, which is the first time we've had an ESPN deal in the States, which is the biggest network in the States. And again, that is at the upper upper levels of our uh, valuations. We've got a, you know, on a per game basis, we've got a record-breaking deal with Scott, uh, sorry, excuse me, with BT Sport in the UK. And then we've got some really strong um, broadcast partners, the likes of Supersport, who are the biggest, the biggest partner in all of Sub-Saharan Africa, Sky, uh, Sky Sport New Zealand. Um, we've got new deals in Middle East and North Africa. We've got um, new deals in Southeast Asia, which we've never had before. And things like our digital revenues are essentially the size of a small of a small broadcast territory now. So uh, let's put it put, putting it another way. The good news is, in terms of our commercial revenues beyond uh, beyond TV, including in sponsorship and our digital revenues are certainly the highest we are in my time we've been here. So we've essentially uh, more than doubled our revenues in the last four years. Um, and that's great news to reinvest in cricket. It's also great news you know how difficult the last three years have been, uh, particularly with the two years of COVID uh, and the situation Cricket West Indies was in financially before that as well. So. It doesn't mean we're back on a firm fitting. We're, we're still working very hard, and there's more that we can do. But TV-wise, we're, we're in a good position. If I just come to your uh, question on, on the ticketing revenues, for example, so I think I said four million for the ticket revenues across um, the period from June to September. Uh, certainly, from my figures, we're, we're not far off that at all at the moment. So, um, and the next three, the next three days, we'll hopefully get us to that target. 
or if, if not just a, a little bit underneath. But, um, you know, the, the one thing I would say is that if you look at the majority of countries in the world at the moment, we know people are watching their pockets and, uh, you know, whether it's fuel, cost of living, food. Um, and we want everyone to come out and cricket and, and enjoy that, enjoy that experience. But we are conscious that not everyone can afford to either take a family out or come out and see four or five games, maybe just one or two. So, you know, there's particularly after the two years of COVID to have what's going on now in terms of some of the economic conditions, some countries, it's tougher, but you know, that's where we are. But the one thing we do know is that the West Indian people uh, from all of the different nations really love their cricket and get behind it.
and seeing this as a West Indies observer and seeing what the CPL team have done is that they get great crowds in and they've got uh, good revenues in terms of uh, the TV broadcast.
genuinely gutted and despondent that they haven't moved well. I think if you look at the India games in particular, I mean, those two India games, they, everyone knows that, you know, those two wins would have made a big difference to confidence and momentum. That's all hands crap. Um, but I, I think that the, one, the one thing I would say, I think you're right about the 100, and I think, that, you know, without trying to get too theoretical about it, it is easier to get people out for a tournament than it is to get out for a chain of matches because it's a concentrated period. Um, and what they've done with 100 is great. And, and to be fair, the CPL guys do a great job with the CPL. And, you know, hist- I think historically, you know, honestly, with my team as well, we can say that we can do better. But what we want to be doing is, with these revenues, investing into that, that fan experience as well. So it's really good fun, whether it's under lights or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, music, colour, fun for families, for cricket obsessives, um, or for people who just want to lie. Um, and I think that the other thing is, I do, I do think we can get big crowds out. I mean, we saw that crowd for that first T20I in, uh, in, in Trinidad. It was great, an incredible buzz. And actually, the, uh, the, the second ODI, I think it was in, in Trinidad, a, a great buzz as well. Dominica, a great buzz. The Grenadians came out. Um, so, ultimately, as you said, Phil, and I agree with you on this, I think it's a combination. You need great pitches for good cricket and a lot of investment needs to go into those pitches around the region, not just through Cricket West, West Indies, and everyone knows that. I think there needs to be more investment into the, the fan experience, which we're starting to do, but we still need to do more of. Um, and, and hopefully that will come as well. I think that, that to some degree, it's having that. But the one thing that West Indies cricket has always been about is that the best story in sport, as I've said, I think, is that you've got all these countries coming together and basically taking on the world and winning against the odds because we just don't have the resources. And I think that's one of the best things to be proud of. It's tough at the moment because the victories aren't there and you can't always hang your hat on that, that hopefulness. But I think certainly with this generation of players, they are hungry. They want to do well. There's more we can do, and, and hopefully we will get crowds back. And, and I think I think what you said there, Philo, in terms of that, that that balance and that fairness really helps us because you know we're not getting everything right, and we won't get everything right quickly. But there is a momentum there, and there and there is a build, and, and the players know that getting the confidence into the fans is important as well as getting the confidence into the players themselves. Okay, well, now, don't know when you've got to go very soon. You've got another two minutes left. I know you've got a big meeting um, coming up very soon, maybe with Prime Minister Mia Motley to ensure that uh, all the Barbadians come out um, with a cap and gas. Now, I would imagine that would inspire confidence in the country. Um, but just before you go, when I was in Jamaica, there was a criticism about the lack of um, people, well, I mean, advertising. Whose responsibility? Is it? is it the JCL, CWR, is it a combination? Because, you know, people were saying to me in Jamaica, but I did not know that the cricket was on. Whose responsibility is it, um, Dominique? Yeah, it, it, it's primarily Cricket West Indies. Also, we work with we work with each of the territories so um, to get their feedback and, and work out how we are uh, in terms of what we should do, the type of media we should invest in. Okay. Um, but what, what we've done, just to give you a, a, you know, a very brief summary, is because there's so much cricket, we've had to condense that expenditure into uh, 
into windows by the different countries we're moving through. So we've actually spent more uh, on marketing than we've we've done over the last two or three years. Take take COVID out of that, um, uh, and that's within a budget that makes cricket West Indies sustainable. So um, we've also done a lot more digitally, so it's much more targeted and tailored to different you know specific audiences. So we'll we'll absolutely review it and. Uh, and see what we can do better. Because I said we won't get everything right, but um, where we where we spend the money to try and get uh, to try and get to the fans and encourage them to come in, we always do that, um, you know, as scientifically as we can to make sure that um, we spend the money wisely. Because if we spend the money on marketing, that's a money that we that's a dollar that we don't spend on participation or um, you know academy, for example. So we try and get that balance. Uh, just before you go, what, what would it cost someone to get into Kensington tomorrow? Uh, so Kensington, it starts, um, it's, it basically starts at, uh, uh, sorry, it's $20 actually for, for any seat, $20 for any okay. Okay. Yeah, for Greenwich and Haynes, and it's, um, sorry, I've got that slightly wrong, sorry, it's, it's it's 35 Barbados dollars for Greenwich and Haynes, mm-hmm. and it's 70 Barbados dollars for the three W's, and there's the party stand as well with Power by Four, so that's the. Uh, oh, so, 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 there's going to be, so there's going to be a, a, a party stand? Uh, for the yeah, so we got. You know, when Shea Hope, looking at some of the uh, Asian players in the team with Jason and Shea Hope and Colin there, these guys are on form, they're firing for you, and the guys from elsewhere in the Caribbean, um, you know, a number of guys are getting there. Hopefully the team will gel and uh, put in a great performance, but the fans make a difference. I know I know we get a cut out and I know we get lots of verbal licks as well as cricket licks when things aren't going well, but if we can get those fans in there, they can really make the difference in terms of that support. It is like having an extra man on the field. And of course, you've got it on TV and it's on your YouTube channel. Yeah, so, and if you can't get to the game, watch it, watch it live on ESPN, Caribbean. Uh, you can listen on the uh, Windy's YouTube channel, Windy's Cricket, um, and got some great commentary on there. So we're, all of the games are, are live on there, as well as certain radio stations. Um, and if you're watching outside of the Caribbean, um, then you can sometimes pick it up on YouTube or go to the likes of ESPN in the USA, BT Sport in the UK, Bangkok in India. And if you're a New Zealand fan that's listening, you're now travel to the Caribbean, then uh, you can probably pick up on Sky Sport New Zealand as well. All right, thank you, Dominic Warren, commercial director. Go and enjoy your Zoom meeting. All right, thank you very much indeed. All right, thank you. Well, there you have it, uh, Dominic Warren from Cricket West Indies. When we come back, we open the lines. They have various ready to talk. Uh, a lot of things, of course, we'll be going to do some more analysis of the T20 matches. But we've got four sports this called Mission and Guest Brought to Association with a very good friend of the AFC. We're the best shot of the day. <laughs> Bye.
agenda and so on, and that is at the cricket at the forefront of our, of our minds. And that's why you're there, you're voting for improved cricket, and that's the bottom line. And if you are not improving cricket over eight years, no cricket has been going on. Apart from Samara Lambert winning five tournaments, five straight years, we have been declining rapidly and become the leading thing of the child.
that was, um, you know, bring, bring a few people into Kansas. And I said, hey, well, we get yeah, Margaret Quote. I saw um, some quotes in the other that was like for it. Yeah. So, that we could improve on that. So, Gordon, when you say a moderate quote, it is a number. What? Um, 
solve any problems. Our administrators need to eliminate the problems and make people feel at home. They're coming to watch a product that is not as good as it used to be before. Make it exciting for them to come. Make it easy. Come into the stadium, watch your cricket, enjoy it, and go home. Oh, this is right. So, um, do you remember the membership association? You have your membership um, ID. You come to the gate and you show it, and you go through. And there's, a, there's an area called the members area on the second floor. The members sit. Right. And you just go straight in. These members have that, um, that, that ID, membership ID. And it's a picture ID, so there's no one minute operation. There's nothing that would take you more longer than a probably a minute, two minutes. You don't have to check anything. You have that card, you show it, show it and you go in.
the night. All right. Thanks very much, fellow, for coming through. In terms of, uh, again, there's the, a fundraising game, the Lodge PTA department. That game is on August 26, 730 at the Lodge School Grounds. Christian Phillips, I was speaking to him today, and he wants all of you to come and watch that game. 26 of August 7.30 at Lodge, of course, put on by this uh, Lodge um, PE department. So the action continues tomorrow. It's on 104 here, of course, on Stockholm Network. They're going to be starting our broadcast 50 minutes before the first ball goes. Let's hope that the best city scene is well. All I can say is that it's video fit.